When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. This is the Weekly Scramble, a place where we chat about life over a cold one or two. It's time to belly up to the pod with Mike Fratelloni and your host, Chris Reavers. That's right. It's time for the Weekly Scramble. My name is Chris Reavers, and by my side, my partner in crime, his name is Mike Fratelloni with Fratelloni's Hardware and Garden Stores. Hello, Michael. How you doing, Reavers? I'm good. And it's that rare time where you and I did a ton of show prep. I'm kidding. <laughs> um... We've but been talking for the last 30 minutes. We really have. We've yeah. been sitting in here BSing about this, that, and the other thing. And you brought up an idea, and I'm so glad you did, because you basically were saying kind of some of the things that I've been thinking about, both just internally here at work and, and, and outside of work for the past couple of weeks. And I I think it's worthy of bringing it on on the air, but you know what I'm saying, sure. to the show, because I think it's a great idea. So... What this genesis of my idea was is that sometimes when I listen to Garage Logic, right, by far my favorite podcast. And you are, I would say, of the P1 listening audience that we have in terms of how much you listen mm-hmm. and also how long you have been listening. Yeah, I, I'm, You I'm, have to be at the zenith of our listening. Been there a long time. Yes. I've right? been there a long time. You precede me. Oh, well, there you go. That's Seriously. true. Yeah, that's true. Yep. Yep. And I, you know, th- that's no joke. You do. Yeah, that is kind of funny, actually. Yeah, yeah even my you've company- been a member of Garage Logic longer <laughs> yes. than I have. Well, what what I what <laughs> sometimes happens is, um, it, it get and I think you would say this, and I, you have said it. Like sometimes the news gets oh. you down. Oh God, right? it's yeah. And I think what what is the problem right now is sometimes we say, hey, taxes are going up. Let's all write a letter and we do it and we and we feel like we did something, right? right. But some of the stuff in today's world. There's no letter to write. There's no, there's nothing we can do. It feels, we feel helpless. So what I wanted to do is make sure that the weekly scramble, which is an offshoot of the garage logic show is garage logic light, mm-hmm. right? So like garage logic's the classic Coca-Cola Yes. and we're the diet Coke. Yes. Caffeine free, maybe. Royce's favorite. Yeah. Diet Royce's Coke. Favorite. <laughs> so, you know, we might, uh, we're going to talk about some of the things that are on GL, right? Because we, we obviously you're the producer of that show. So you know exactly what's going on on that show all the time. And I listen to it every day, but we'll often just talk about things that are totally tangential and totally different and totally fun. Yet sometimes we'll throw in some critical race theory and some, well, we whatever. got a little serious towards the end of last week's show. We did. For instance, by the way, did you put that one up on our? Oh, I was, that's what I was going to show okay. you before we started recording. I I don't know how who whoever... it went on to Garage Logic's feed, but it didn't go on to the Weekly Scrambles feed. Oh, I know that from listeners 
called me up and said, hey, where is it? Oh, I, I will. Uh, and I, I said, how did you get my phone number? <laughs> I'm just kidding. My I, sister Because when me. I looked it up as I was posting GL today, I thought, oh, I better look to make sure. And I'm sure enough, it is still there. So I, I, I guess I apologize. I thought I posted it to both you sides. You know what was really funny is my sister informed me, right? Because she's an avid listener. My sister Sue, lovely woman. Have and, I met Sue? Uh, I don't think so. Oh, hi, I don't Sue. think so. Yeah, she's a great woman, and she informed me, hey, "What? No podcast, right?" She said, "What? No weekly scramble?" And I said, "No, it's it's up there." And I went, and it was yeah. on GL, not not our feed. Oh well, I apologize. And then I thought, is she the only human that doesn't listen to GL? But still listens to the <laughs> Weekly Scramble. I'm like it's possible that she's the only person who's ever heard only the Weekly Scramble. But you have to be related to me by blood to make that happen. So That's I guess the, uh, the the prerequisite. Yes. Gotcha. Yeah. Okay. yeah. You wouldn't do that on the norm. So so think of us. Think of this show as GL Lite Diet GL. Yes. Yeah. I I like that idea a lot. I think it's a, a good idea too because we're vapid, right? We just talk about stupid things. Yeah, we we have some hard hitting topics, but then we talk a lot about not hard hitting topics. So that's where I wanted to begin. Okay, with you, and this actually happened today, and I almost went nuts on Twitter. But then I thought, well, wait a minute, channel that, holster that, okay, save it for Mike because you and Mike because this is something I would never bring up on Garage Logic. Okay. And if I had said Joe, we should talk about this, he'd laugh at me, mm-hmm. which is. Let's see. I would say 99% of the stuff I bring up to, to, to Joe, I say, hey, have you seen this story? And he'll say, well, I don't, I don't, I don't know. But if a listener were to send it to him, oh, he would he bring would, it up. Okay. I'm kidding. Yeah. But um, so the Timberwolves, this, and this isn't really a, a Timberwolves uh, tirade or a Timberwolves mm-hmm. theme, but it, it has to do with the Timberwolves game from last night. Okay. Okay. So the Timberwolves played the New York Knicks last night, mm-hmm. okay, in Madison Square Garden, okay, which is a big deal. Big and deal. the Knicks are having a really good year, which okay. means New York's invested. And I do not doubt that New York fans love the Knicks. Mm-hmm. I, I've, I I know that. So a player by the name of Julius Randle for the Knicks had a great game, fifty-seven points last night. Wow. Okay. And what I do is in the morning I have my routine where. Wake up, uh, get get the coffee going, get the boys ready to go for school, mm-hmm. uh, uh, get them off to school, get a little quick 30 to 60 minutes on the elliptical shower. machine. Take, right. But I'm saying, I, so I have like, I'll have the news on and then I just kind of flip around. And for whatever reason, um, I flipped Sports Center on because I wanted to see. I didn't get a chance to watch the baseball game last night because I'm all in on the World Baseball Classic. I love it. So Cuba, Japan, or whoever this that was. This was Mexico and Mexico, Japan. Mexico, Japan. Okay, But it. I didn't get a chance to watch the game. I had other things going on, and so, but I wanted to see the highlights. So I wanted to make sure that I had the 9 o'clock Sports Center on because mm-hmm. so I figured, well, they'll lead with, with the World Baseball Classic because yeah, it's, it's kind of cool. And so they actually led with the Knicks and the Timberwolves game. Hmm. Which I thought, well, that's kind of interesting. Yeah, and like, I, why, I, why would anybody pay attention to the Timberwolves? And so they all they talked about, the, you know, a highlight is normally a minute or two minutes yeah, or I mean, whatever it is. Not even but in TV time, that's a long yeah, time. That's, that's and all deal. they did was talked about this historic performance at Madison Square Garden, these 57 points. One problem. The Knicks freaking lost the game. Oh, you're kidding. <laughs> And I thought, wait a minute here. It's a team sport, not an individual effort. And that's exactly what pissed me off Mm -hmm. so much. And I don't like using that word. I was so mad about this, Mike. 
And it's exact. I I look at. I'm so mad. I unplugged my head. So so did he have like? Why did it, he have such a great game? It, was he the only one who could shoot? Or no. What? Well, it has, so I'm not even. Okay, you're not, not even mad about it's that. It's not Julius Randle. Mike. Okay, Mike, it has nothing to do with him. It has nothing. To, it has the. It has everything to do with why we have decided as a sports consuming community that the individual statistic itself is so vastly more important <laughs> than what the freaking team decides to do. I have this argument with so many friends of mine about it doesn't matter. Kirk freaking Cousins, mm. whoever. And I, I'm singling Kirk out, yeah. but it, but it, it's uh, in baseball and whatever. I'll look at his st- Who gives a damn about mm. his stats? Your team sucks. <laughs> And I was so enraged by this, and I thought, okay, I'm, I'm glad we're doing the show today. And that's why I, I have friends that are are to the grave they'll defend Kirk Cousins. Mm-hmm. I'm not the world's biggest Kirk Cousins fan. Yeah. I think of people that, that know me know that. I don't think he's the reason that they're not a Super Bowl sure. team, but everyone always says, well, his stats. He has won one freaking playoff mm-hmm. game in 12 years or yeah, however long yeah, he's been in the yeah. league, okay? Is that all his fault? No. No. But that's the litmus test we apply to quarterbacks. You just made a really interesting thing, though, right? You said, um, is it Kurt Cousins' fault that he hasn't won any besides one playoff game? Well, it's not an individual sport, Reavers. You can't look at just him. The Vikings lost those games. He just happened to be on the helm, right? Sure. Does that make a little bit of sense? Sure. Right? Why would you get mad at Kirk if he's just well, one member of the team? Is it a team or is it individual? Which one is it? Because I, the other day you I were all it. mad about the Timberwolves game. I, I get it. And, and okay. again, I didn't want to turn this into a ripping on Kirk, but I'm tr- I was trying to find sure. the proper analogy in which that's – and I and I and what I hate is I'm around um, – a lot of youth now with with sports okay. and you know I, with town baseball I'm around a lot of younger guys than me and I don't want this to turn into a get off my lawn generational um t- topic mm-hmm. but what I what I hate and what I really sense happening is we have become such a highlight driven sports consuming hyper uh uh we take it all, 15-second chunks. We of, care yeah. so much more about a 10-second highlight video on freaking Instagram than we do about developing a... a, a do you, do you, do, am I, I making I any I know, sense? I, I, I think I know what you mean. So, I mean, they had talked about this Julius Randle, right? Yes. Um, and they probably had a real nice two minutes with him. And then at the His, very end, they said, and the Knicks fall... Fallout 140 to 134 that, to the Timberwolves. That's exactly like, what happened. Wait, wait, you just gave us this highlight reel of this one guy scoring 57 points. It would have been different if he would have had like 84 and points. Something really, you, really strange. I grant you, had his individual performance against the Timberwolves, had he been playing for the Charlotte Hornets, mm-hmm. this wouldn't have led Sports Center. Okay. So that's, I guess, part of what amplified my anger is that this was because it's the New York Knicks. Because it's ESPN, because I don't think you'd have to spend two seconds not realizing that they have a bias when it comes to the sports they promote, yeah, the yeah. teams they promote, the individual. And that's 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 it. It's the way that they have. And I blame ESPN. And don't okay. don't get me wrong. I used to work on an ESPN sure, station. Sure, We still have one. But it's the way that 
ESPN specifically because they were on the forefront of a lot of the highlight producing. And again, mm-hmm. when I was a kid, it was all Sports Center all morning long yeah, for me before I went to school. Probably pretty darn close to it. Right. Still. Well, well, not no, not okay. really at all. Okay. And it's because of this. But they are the sole driving force behind this revolution of turning the sport itself mm-hmm. into an indiv- individual. Individual individualistic thing. thing. Okay. And that's what makes me so angry because the concept of being a good teammate and 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 the camaraderie of being on a team is so foreign to so many now because it's how do I get mine? Look at look at the state of college basketball right now. Mm-hmm. And now that they have this transfer portal, and I'm really getting into the weeds with sports here, and I apologize, but I, I think it. this is a societal issue mm-hmm. that has that 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 can be I'm using a lot of words that I probably shouldn't, but this is a societal issue that that can be dwarfed into the world of sports. Where look at me, mm-hmm. how I do I get mine? Morphed. How do I get mine? Yeah. Uh, what what can this lead me to? If you talk to anybody now, that's a high school coach, that's a college coach. A lot of these kids aren't worrying about how can I get. I shouldn't say a lot. A lot. There are. You know, a lot of kids now that are worried about how am I getting to the next level, sure. not how do I improve so that I help my team get yeah, better. How do, I, how do I make my and team that's win? That's a damn shame. So, where do you think this? So, you have a little bit of a theory that ESPN brought all that over on. The place right now. I know. I like it though. I like okay, where you're going. Sorry. I like the passion. Oh, I, I like was, it. You should have seen me five hours ago. Is that a, a tweet you would have capitalized? Right, because you were you would have been yelling. Yeah, but the problem is now that we really don't do much sports on on GL anymore. Okay, it doesn't really work. Well, it's not that it doesn't work, but then Kenny blocks me, so then oh. I got to worry about that. All right. Okay, so let me ask. <laughs> okay. You know, obviously, and you got to help me because obviously you're the sports guy. Much I'm just a I'm just an avid fan, but, but you're, you're a, a follower fan. and a fan. I am. Yeah. But before, let's say number twenty three, Michael Jordan made it very big, and it, it became the Jordan Show. Right? Yeah. It became, yet he was obviously one of the winningest teams in basketball history, right? Seven NBA titles. But I remember when he played for one of the first Timberwolves game, if I'm not mistaken, at the Metrodome. Metrodome, yep. And when he dunked on us, the crowd went nuts. And maybe it was because we were a bunch of Minnesotans and we were like, oh my God, Michael Jordan's here in Minnesota, right? Right, That was just so cool. But do you think he was part of the genesis that made the ESPNs popular because I, there were big oh, athletes 100%. before him, right? I mean, Go- there, were, there were athletes that people said, I only care about Wilt Chamberlain. I don't remember if this was a story that I heard Roycey tell or if it was a guest we had on uh, the show that I used to do with Patrick. Um, but basically, it maybe have it maybe was tied into somebody wrote a book when David Stern passed away, the former mm-hmm. The visionary that was the former commissioner of the NBA, in which he's basically said Michael Jordan took the NBA from this level yeah. and made it ascend to that level. Mm-hmm. And that's not even debatable. It's no. just fact. And then you can get into the whole, oh, he went to go play baseball. He was really suspended because of gambling. And but so anyway, whatever. But I love Jordan, so I'm not mm-hmm. going to rip him. Um, but look at the way. For instance, you, you, I came. This came to mind when you were talking about uh, Michael Jordan basketball. If you watch the way that it, on, on any station, whether it's a Fox football game, uh, C, whatever CBS, they all do it now. Um, but you watch the way a, a, an upcoming matchup is promoted, you'll see the team logo in the background mm-hmm. and. Uh, 
Danny Green in yeah. the, or, or Jason Tatum in the front. That's the way that the, or Patrick Mahomes takes on Josh Allen. No, that but that's the way now we have decided the sports are going to operate. You know what it is? I know what the genesis is. Okay. At some point in time, and if I wish we had Roycey here, because Pat Roycey is a fountain of knowledge, <laughs> right? I deal with him enough. I'm glad okay. he's not here. I wonder what day they started putting players' names on the back of their jerseys. When was that ubiquitous? When did it all I of a sudden happen? I think it started in baseball, didn't it? I don't know. That's a great question. But my concept of that is where I'm going, the link that I'm trying to give to you, is before it was the team and you were a faceless number. Because you were just one player on that team. It didn't even matter what your last name was. Because you were number 7, 14, 39. It didn't matter. You were a member of that team, and you were relegated to just a number. And then all of a sudden, someone said, Wilt Chamberlain needs to have Chamberlain on the back of his jersey. I have it right here. What is it? This is from, oddly enough, ESPN.com. NLBs. Names on the backs. Yeah. NLBs were introduced by the Chicago White Sox. I knew it started in baseball because mm-hmm. I'm a nerd. That's okay. why I knew it started in baseball. NLBs were introduced by the Chicago White Sox, who added players' names to their road jerseys in 1960. Despite some early glitches, the idea caught on quickly. When the upstart American Football League debuted that fall, six of its eight teams wore NLBs. Really? Well, okay. the White Sox, that had to have been when the Vex owned the White Sox, I would think. 60? I don't know. I can't remember. Anyway, okay, but, but how interesting is that? So at that point in the 60s, all of those owners of the teams both increased their revenue and decreased their revenue. Yep. They increased it because people started to get ownership in people, and then they decreased it because those people that they had ownership in wanted a lot more money because they were famous. Um, right? You know how a lot of subjects I like to bring up are, man, this makes me feel old. Yeah. So I, we had one of those moments in my house. And you, because you, I re, I'm remembering of this because you mentioned the Metrodome. So my eight year old is obsessed with well, what both of my boys are. Yeah. But my eight year old, where they get that? I know. Yeah. So he's, he, but I like because they like to ask a ton of questions okay. about does it matter, mm-hmm. right? And so I have in my base, my my man cave basement, I have a, an entertainment center that's got certain things on it. So for instance, I have that old school photo of Joe and Pat. Yep. I have that, okay. that that the hard version glossy. I've got things like oh, that. Cool. I've got my uh also I've got all sorts of sports stuff. Well, I have an old um porcelain metrodome that you can pull the lid off, right? Oh, so you cool. pull it's it's cool. Yeah. I just I, I don't know. I don't even remember when I I think I received it as a gift, mm-hmm. maybe from my mother. I can't remember exactly when I got it, but it's cool. So it it's the the Metrodome version, you pull the left and you can see the Twins Stadium. Okay. Or, or it was yeah. formatted for the Twins. Sure. So my youngest on Saturday asked me about it. He said, Dad, what's this? I said, Well, that's the Metrodome. Remember, I've mentioned the Metrodome before. He said, Well, I thought that was where the Vikings played. And I said, Well, <laughs> actually, it was at, you know, a lot of times it was the home of the Twins, the Vikings, go for football. Mm-hmm. And he said, well, how'd they do that? So I had I showed him a video sure. of the conversion on YouTube of, of the dome. He said, Whoa, that's really Whoa. cool. And I said, How about this? The Timberwolves, their first couple of years, also played at at the Metrodome, and his mind was just, was just blown, blown, right? And so that that of course led us to sixty minutes of watching you know stadium conversions all across the country. Do you ever look up like super obscure stats and just walk out to the boys, you know, like say they're watching some baseball game and say, did you know that? And just shoot some stat that's super, super weird. And they just look at you and think, my dad is a genius. Here's what's really bad. 
the depth. There's a there's a period of time, Mike, where from about 1987 to I'm going to say the late 90s, mm. where random obscure stupid sports knowledge. You already know. I am your god. <laughs> you already know it. You don't I have to go look king. it up. <laughs> okay. To the point where. You know, it'll say, you know, we'll be watching an Eagle. Oh, we were watching the Super Bowl. I remember mm. this happened when we were watching the Super Bowl. And uh, they said something about the Eagles. So my oldest asked me a question. I said, well, he was the quarterback for the Eagles in uh, 1992. And my wife looked at me and she said, you have never been more attractive than you are, right? Like, just, oh, yeah. just, just like my God, you're such a dork. Oh, like, that's so why funny. do you know that? I don't know anyway. how people do that. My memory makes me really wonder who played the last Super Bowl. Like I, I barely remember what Eagles teams. Eagles and Chiefs. Okay, but my brain doesn't work that way. It huh. doesn't. I experienced that game. I watched it all, and then I moved on. Like I, I think I have a very limited deck of stuff I can have in there. So I got to jettison the stuff that doesn't matter. <laughs> right? I just, I just. There's can't. only so much yeah, that's just, allowed that, in. That fell out of my ear when I was doing a push up the other day. Like that, it, <laughs> it just is out of my ear and it was gone. Well, I'm so glad that you brought that story up because first of all, the Timberwolves won, even though we're not 500. It's brutal that we can't put together a Timberwolves team. Well, the problem right now is you're basically scratching and clawing and surviving just to try to get into the playoffs because both Cat and Anthony Edwards are hurt. Yeah, that, that's, so that's a little... What, what's happening with the one guy who's not been back for three months? Do we I know? Have, I have no idea. Is it mental got, illness? No, he's got a... He's, he, I think he damn near tore his calf. Muscle. Oh, that's so. and you got to jump in basketball. I understand. Yeah, and when you're a really big guy like that, that's uh, yeah. So yeah. the other thing I wanted the, the main well, reason him. I wanted to file this under the "Don't You Feel Old" department mm-hmm. is, and I was a huge fan of him until I found out what a drug using roid machine he became. But I was a big Jose Canseco guy. Okay, okay, the Bash Brothers, man. Yeah, he man. would. I'll never forget. I was I think it was a playoff game. The home run he hit at Skydome, that were the Blue Jays play. Okay, uh, he hit it into the fifth deck. Sure. Now, lo and behold, he was as Royce said. <laughs> he had some help with vitamins. Yes. <laughs> this it, it doesn't really count how far he hit it. This right? made me just feel old. Yeah. MLB, I, oh, I'm not going to use this word. I thought it was when Pepitone died that would make you feel old. But no, <laughs> Former Major League Baseball player Jose Canseco's. Supermodel daughter Josie, which wait, wait, what? She's now a supermodel. Apparently, mm. has claimed that her family is broke in an X-rated uh, in an X-rated brother. Yeah, I don't know if you can read this. I probably shouldn't. Yeah. But that just made me feel old. Did oh yeah, because she, you knew her when she was six, little. Well, I just you don't equate because I think I don't know who Jose Canseco is. seems old to me. He's got to be fifty-seven. But she's almost thirty. Yeah, but when he was 27, how old is he? 58? 50? 58. 58, yeah. Okay, so I mean, that Look makes sense. It, that was a pure guess. Okay. I really have no idea. But, but yeah, he's, I knew he had to be older than me. I'm, I'm in the mid. Is it because I still want to think, well... Uh, yeah, but he was 28. He had the kid. That's, okay, that makes sense, right? Okay, fine. You're, just, you're forgetting how old you are. Right, and is that I learned what it is? the other day. I'm at the bar, right? I'm at the bar by my house. It's a great little bar, and I start talking to this girl. This not I know girl. that bar. That yeah, bar is awesome. It is. A, it is a great yeah. little bar. I'll say it. I was at Bogies in in, in, yeah. in uh, Mendota Heights. Love it. Every everybody who anybody who's gone to St. Paul or knows St. Paul has been to Bogies. And I'm sitting next to this guy, and my wife and I are sitting next to this guy, and we're chatting, and he's a nice guy. And then we we find out that he goes to he went to CDH, and our daughters go to CDH, right? Crete and Durham, and I'm like, oh, we're just great. And and I'm looking at him, and I said, what year did you graduate? And he said, ninety. And I said, wait, 
you're five years younger than I am. And I would have guessed this guy. I mean, I would have guessed this guy was going to say, oh, I graduated in 77 or something. I thought he was way older than me. And then I just realized how old I'm getting. That sucks. There was a t-shirt I saw that surfaced and it said, how, or when did I get to become the same age as old people? Yeah. Or something to that degree. I mean, I get thought. it. That's, right? that's I just funny. I just try to keep this. I feel like I'm a have vim and vigor. Right. Yeah. I'm a young, I'm, I'm fit. I feel yeah. kind of young. I got, you know, prominent bald spot, but that's all right. Right. I can still get around. Right. I can jump up on things. Yeah. I could like, if we were playing tennis and I wanted to come shake your hand, I could run and jump over that net yeah. and I won't even think about it. Right. And not everybody can do that. But that being said, later on that night, my knees would hurt. Right. And that part sucks. <laughs> oh, you, that, so that video I showed you before the, yeah, where you were catching, I was, so my son wanted to pitch. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, it's anything we can do to, cause you can't go outside. It sucks. This, yeah, the yeah. weather's been horrible. So we went down to the Jordan Community Center on Saturday because he wanted to practice. And so I said, absolutely, let's, let's go, do it. Man. So I caught him, and then I caught his brother, and then I had to do some other... Uh, I woke up Sunday morning. Really? And my legs said, uh, hey, bro, you ain't 28 anymore. Oh, that's funny. Yeah, it was... Uh, Why don't you just kneel down? They're good pitchers. No. They're not, they're not going to send one off the deck on you. Not a chance. Really? Do you think I they're going to... squatting. S- Why don't you get a little chair? Because that's what old people do. I, I am not that's getting a I chair. I, I just, felt yeah. guilty because you know the 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 bucket of baseballs has yeah, a lid, a with the lid. cushion. Yeah, you can sit on so you thing. can sit on it. Yeah, and I even can. felt guilty using that the other day. Really? Oh, oh, that's ER old getting old. People. That's just fun. Um, had, had when we go back to look at what's happened on Garage Logic this week, has it been a uh, mired in discontent because there's been some tough stuff going on, like with the banking crisis. You know, you said something early when you were uh, giving your um, uh, the garage your logic. idea. Yeah, and what happens, I think, is th- we've shared this on the show. Mm. There's so many people now that when they cast their vote, and I and I and I don't think she minds that I use this. I use my wife as a perfect example. Mm-hmm. She just says, "Tell me what I need to know." Okay. Because she she gets too bummed out by bad news stories. She yeah. just she can't consume news to the degree that I can, and I don't blame her because mm. she she just doesn't want to be saddened by all of this nonsense, right? And a lot of the tragic stories that are out there. So she just we have a rule. She says if I need to be aware of something, let me be aware of something yeah. because she works in St. Louis Park, you know. So she's got to be kind. Of, I always say sure. just. Head on a swivel. Be mindful. Yeah. You know, you're. I just don't want anything bad to happen to you. So, when it comes to people like her, and I think she's not alone. Where if I didn't have to consume news to this degree, yeah. I don't think I would, because it's it bums you out, right? So I think the avalanche of crap that is that people are getting away with right now, mm-hmm. whether it's you know crime, whether it's politics, whatever. Sure. They're allowed to get away with it because, A, the health, as Joe said this a million times, the health of newspapers is not very good right now. And the one that is healthy has a bit of a bias to Mm -hmm. it. So that's a problem. Yeah. Same thing with, and I'm I'm not outing television news, but TV news has a job to do, and that's to keep viewers on their screen as long as possible. Yep. That's what they're there to do. So sometimes you can't just go 30 minutes of heaviness because no one's going to want to stay with it. Mm. I get that completely, and I'm not ripping that. I'm just saying they've got a job to do where they've got to, you know, so I, they, there's only so much 
hard-hitting investigative stuff that they can do because they know that the general population just doesn't want to be saddened by a lot of this crap that's going on. All day, on. every day. All and day, I, every day. I think partially and for me. And you can't keep up with it. Yeah. For it, it, I find, I follow that crime watch Twin Cities on oh, Twitter. The, yeah. I'm like, I can't just, I can't have another four carjackings happening in the last hour. I can't do that anymore. It's enough to drive you crazy. I think, Reavers, what we should do is we should come up with a segment on the Weekly Scramble that's all about fun and goodness and then see if we can pass some of that onto GL. Like, instead of, usually we take from GL. How about this? Yes. How about this? Mike's, uh, what, what would you call it? Uh, uh, Happiness quarter. No, <laughs> happiness won't fly in GL. Trust okay. me. Uh, uh, but something to to that degree. Mike's can of diet soda. Yes, we need something. Where you just to, we need to lighten this load right now. <laughs> I like I, that. I, I can feel that is it's weighing on. So Joe and uh, my dad are roughly the same. You know, kind of yep. kind of age. Joe is much younger than my dad, but um, but I can feel that it's it's weighing on people. Oh, yeah. Right? And I, I want Joe to do this sh- this show forever. Like, literally forever. He's, he's showed no signs whatsoever of slowing down. Right? No, In my book. He's yep. showed no signs. He's, in fact, I would maybe argue that he's a sharp, sharper, sharper than ever. And I would love to have him have something fun that we could talk about on GL Lite. Or we have to bring him on to GL Lite every once in a while. Mike Fredoloni with today's GL Lite like moment. GL, GL Lite moment. <laughs> right? I don't know. I, I think that would be fun. I, I really do think um, the world needs a hug and just a smile. There you go. And if you don't watch it, if you don't watch it, Reavers, you can smile. Yeah. You know, I, I went to a restaurant the other day and um, it was really crappy. And I was with my brother. And my brother was like, Oof, that was not good. And I said, you know what? I loved it. And he, he looked at me like, what? And I said, I'm going to take a bit from that one gal who wrote in about property taxes on how she got clean water. And when Joe said, I'm going to take a little, I just want to touch her to get a little bit of what she has. I think he's 100% right. You just have to throw on a smile and say, I don't know, another example, at volleyball all weekend. I love my girls. I love them. I don't want to watch them play volleyball for three days straight. Don't want to do it. Right? But I said to myself, what a pleasure that I'm able to come here and watch my girls. And it's true. It is a pleasure. Right. I don't want to do it three days in a row. But I could have groused. I could have gotten down. But instead, I just said, oh, how fun this is. That game was so great, even though my kids got their asses kicked. All this stuff. I mean, I, I just I wanted to feel Put so good. Put my vodka in my water bottles. Yes. <laughs> but I think I think maybe we just have to lie ourselves. I want to experience a little weekly scramble, GL Lite. And I'm going to figure that out. I really am. I have to forward it to you because now I'm remembering there is, a, I think it's an account a Twitter, Twitter account, and it's basically called Drunk Sports Parents or something. I can't remember oh, the name of the title, but it, you know, it's it's mom with you know. You'll see the caption. Who does she think she's kidding with the the thermos of wine? Oh yes, you know, that she's in her she's in her lawn chair. Oh she's yes, kind of drifted off to the. <laughs> I think that's every parent's favorite thing. Well, the, it, the the those big and the um, Yeti coolers. I think it's a Twitter account, but it, it's also there's the uh, the what what you call it the. Um, the image, the uh, profile image, yep. is. Do you remember the skit from Saturday Night Live, where Will Ferrell is a a parent of a youth baseball player? Yeah, you don't you don't remember? Uh, the remind skit? me, I'm sure I will. So Will Ferrell's playing the dad, and he's just every pitch. He, oh, he'll be sitting with like eight eight other parents, and oh, isn't this great? A nice and lovely day. Come on, Jimmy! And he'll just start screaming at his kid, and then, and then it goes to him cracking a cold one in the stands, yeah. and everyone says, are you drinking a beer? He says, hey, 
I just like to relax. <laughs> and they said, someone goes, well, it is Tuesday and it's 1030 in the morning. <laughs> it was very, very, so anyway, that's the image of that Twitter account. Uh, I got to find the name of it, but it's something, something to that Yeah, I think of. you could see a little bit of that when this, um, the tournament was at the Minneapolis Convention Center and there's a bar at the Minneapolis Convention Center. You may oh, not know that, I right? I, th- I only did because we did the golf show there. Yeah. And so yeah. you go out and you go up those stairs and there's a little yep. bar there yep. and it's always packed and it's packed with, <laughs> first of all, oh, this was the best part about this. This last weekend, there was both a volleyball tournament and a dance tournament. So me and some other guys and, and girls, we were sitting as a team, said, which one are volleyball moms and which ones are the dance moms? And we were, I mean, it is clear as day the difference between a dance mom and a volleyball mom. You're like, dance mom, volleyball mom, dance mom, for sure a dance mom. Really? What's oh, the difference? Um uh, yeah, no, no, I don't know. I, I, uh, the I dance moms like that. to try to look really sharp for their dance oh, it's, children. So it, it's an attire. Thing. Yeah, they look um, showy. Showy. Okay. They have everything about them just as baboom, right? Is that a term? Can I sure. do that? Volleyball moms have a volleyball jersey on, right? The other mom has something in her hair, that a ribbon that maybe matches her daughter's hair, right? Aww. And a tight t-shirt. I'm not saying anything, but that's hmm. probably pretty much the case. I had a t-shirt and jeans on. I was a volleyball dad. Wasn't wasn't Can we dance buy gin and tonic right now? That's right. <laughs> um, what was I going to say? Why didn't Kendall email this weekend? Was it Kendall Kenneth? Oh, I think I, I'm not exactly sure. Because I was kind of on a roll. Because he was he was emailing a few. Do you think he doesn't like us anymore? No, he does. Because he emailed a few shows I, in a row. I have to get this story in before we run out of time because I can't remember if we brought it up on this show or if we talked about it in passing or if we didn't talk about it at all because that's how great my memory mm-hmm. is. Who it, won the 1994 World Series? Well, there was a strike that year. <laughs> okay, thank you. It would have been the Montreal Expos. <laughs> okay. Because they were the so best team in you baseball. You can't remember what we did last week, <laughs> but you can remember the 1994. And there wasn't even a pause in your mind. Well, there was a strike that year. So right. would, okay, that was I, that was me calling um, yeah, BS. The best team in the National League was, was the Montreal Expos because I was all in on the Expos because mm-hmm. the Twins were okay. Okay. Um, but they... they Obviously, didn't have a postseason because of the player strike. I think it was August seventeenth that they had the player strike, <laughs> and I'm not kidding. I'm so attracted to you right now. <laughs> you have never been hotter. No, that's what she said. That's what she said. She said, "Oh my God, you've never been hotter." Uh, and then rolled her eyes. Okay, <laughs> a 29 year old woman apologized in court earlier this week after being discovered faking her age and enrolling as a student at New Brunswick High School. The woman named Hyunjin Shin was discovered just one week into her new high school adventure when the administration figured out her birth certificate was fake and she was not 16 years old. Her attorney said that the Rutgers University graduate knows she made a mistake and that it was her longing for the sorts of friendships that she had in high school that made her decide to do it. <laughs> oh, that's She entered sad. a not guilty plea to charges that could carry a maximum penalty of five years in prison. Uh, she came to the U.S. alone when she was 16 to attend a private boarding school. She claimed that she was lonely and missed that kind of atmosphere and opted to pursue it again at New Brunswick High School. But I can't, I can't find okay. the part of the story. She played basketball. Oh, she was on the basketball team. Yes. Oh, that's even that makes it way better that she joined a sport because she hypothetically had no eligibility left. 
I mean, that's that's probably <laughs> where they got her. She's damn near 30. Okay, um, so how do you see this story? Because I think I'm going to have a little bit divergent view than you see it. Um, honestly, yeah. what's the difference of having a 29-year-old play against girls than having a 18-year-old boy play against girls? Come my, on in. Let everybody play. My mind says if she feels like a 16-year-old girl... Why can't she play well, on a sixteen-year-old girls' okay, team? Yeah, if if yep. if I mean age is, I want someone to sue the federal government <laughs> and say they're sixty-five when they're twenty-eight and say, "No, I want my social security." Right. They're gonna say, "Well, you're you're twenty-eight," and they're gonna say, "No, well, I feel 20, I identify, sixty-five. I identify. I identify as sixty-five. So she's just identifying as a sixteen-year-old. I would sue that school district to the ground if I were her. There is, I a, would sue him to the ground. There is a guy and he's wearing you know the cutoff bait. He's just yeah. cut, right? Yeah, and he's got the baseball bat. He said. He's got the cigarette dangling. He said, yeah, I identify as a 14-year-old girl. Or, yeah. you know, what, when's the game start? Or yeah, something I want like to, I'm going to hit some dingers. <laughs> I thought that was pretty and, You funny. know, you had held, had a story about this gal who ran this um, convention for the city of Minneapolis, this uh, African-American oh, yes, uh, yes, gathering, yeah. and, and she came out and she said, hey, they didn't let me go to this thing. And, and you know, she got fired for kind of mishandling this. And it was very interesting when you were talking about it on GL. I was listening, and I thought, oh, she's going to sue Minneapolis yep. for being fired. Yep. And I want to take a little bet with the GL gang to see how many dollars she gets. Because she's 100%. Like a closest to the pin? Yeah, like who gets it, right, without going over, of course. Oh. And so we'd all have to pick it once because she, you know she's going to sue. Yep. You know it probably shouldn't be a lawsuit that the city should pay, yep. but the lawsuit, the city is, it's easier to give her 25 grand than to go through a lawsuit, 100%. right? So I thought, huh, how interesting is that? How interesting that she's going to sue us, the city of Minneapolis, because the city won't let her go on a three-day vacation back to her old hometown where she used to work. Right, and get paid for it. To go to yoga classes yeah. and kayaking classes and get paid for it. It was so perplexing, and I really think I'd like to see, you should bring that up on GL. Okay, I'm, I'm and, and just say let's vote. let's make a bet and see who comes closest to the final dollar amount because I, I I just I can see her lawsuit coming right now. Yep, 100%. we should you know what we should do with with a GL. You guys don't have a gold and silver person like selling gold and silver because sometimes on GL and now well, we the weekly Moeller. scramble. Yeah, but he's selling fine gold jewelry. Okay, right. I'm saying you guys need a guy because. We're all thinking that the earth is coming to an end on GL, right? Everything's illogical. You Sell should just, it now. You should just throw in a go. guy saying, you need gold, right? <laughs> Everything's going to crap. Buy some gold. I just happen to be looking at it on the line right now. Um, okay, so finally, uh, we need to make mention of the Minnesota State Mankato Maverick hockey team. setting. Really? Uh, setting the stage, take battle this Thursday night. And the only reason I'm bringing it up, well, because I, I, I love Maverick hockey, but the only reason I'm bringing it up is, you know, getting the kids into it. Yeah. Said, Look at this, he said, because they're playing, I believe, up in Fargo, and we're about to leave for, for spring break, and they have a watch party Thursday night oh. in, in Mankato. Okay. And well, my eldest goes, Dad, we should go to that. And I said, yeah, we should. I looked at her and said, yeah, we should. And she said, if you think... I'm going to go down to a college watch party with my kids. You're out of your mind. 100% you should. And I said, but how much fun would oh, that be? That would be so great. I'll say. Yeah, you're not going to do that? And I, I said, you should drive. Are, they're, <laughs> they're Division One. Yeah. Yep. And But they're in well, they, the— Remember, last year they lost the championship game to Denver. The, to the Mavericks did. Oh, really? They were they were going. They so were what, on what the, league is that? That's not the uh, NCAA. If they win, they play the Gophers. Are you kidding me? How did you not know this? 
I just it's Mankato, yeah. Minnesota no, State. It's division. In fact, last year they beat the Gophers to go to the Frozen Four. Okay, then help me out because I don't know. Okay. The University of Saint Thomas is Division One, but right. in hockey they're in the WEAC or something. No, they're the in, they're in the conference with Mankato. They are. Yes. Okay. And and so because Mankato would have played them in the first round in the in the conference tournament. Uh, but they ended up playing Lake Superior. That was the seventh. So our Tommies did not make it through. No, they lost to Northern Michigan or Western. One okay. of the Michigans. So really, this is a big deal. Well, and unfortunately, because Royce on Monday Night Sports Talk said Hastings, Mankato's coach, he's really, really good. They're probably going to lose him to Wisconsin, okay. which really stinks. And the other issue is St. Thomas getting this new facility that's going to hurt. It's going to hurt. Mankato's yeah. yes. recruiting efforts. Yeah, I when think, they walk personally. into that thing and see hot tubs. Well, all that, over and the place. it's just, it's, you know, St. Thomas is a great school. Yeah, and it's know. not in Mankato. Oh, don't don't <laughs> you be kidding. ripping. Don't kidding. you be ripping. Them, I love Minnesota State. How, but you know what? Huh. How much of a fun rivalry will that be for us on our show when St. Thomas actually becomes okay, not the crap uh, doormat that they are right now? Okay. In hockey, where we could do a live show. From the arena, I didn't even go there, but I would. I would be happy. My well, wife went there. Well, I was gonna say you have yeah. connections. Yeah, to yeah my wife Thomas. went there. My good buddies run the place. It's totally yeah. fun. Yes, I You're went to the Saint Thomas. I went guy. to the University of Minnesota. I just expect every time we don't win hockey tournament, I'm just pissed because I'm like, what else would we have? They're good. So yeah, yeah so Mankato plays St. Cloud, which is I, everyone's mad. I think it's kind of cool that they have kind of a Minnesota region. Yeah, I so think it's the great. winner of the Minnesota St. Cloud game plays the winner of Minnesota. And I think they're playing Canisius or something. Okay. Which is, hey, Canisius, go to Fargo to get your ass kicked by the Gophers, basically. Before we end this, and I tell you how great you are, is your total Final Four, it's March Madness bracket just destroyed? destroyed? I I don't know if anybody ever could have a worse bracket than this. I mean, it has been horrible. I think I still have one team alive. No, I do have two teams alive because I did pick... Alabama and Houston. Okay. But it I mean it doesn't matter. In fact, I said this on Sports Talk, but I'll repeat it again. You know, a 16 beat a 1. Yep. Purdue lost yep. and I said, "Hey, um I don't want to brag, but my 8-year-old picked that game." <laughs> and Royce said, "Come on." I said, "No, he did. He uh, picked the upset." Mm. The problem is he also picked all of the 16s because I told him the higher number meant that that was the better team. Oh. I should have said the one. Yes, the higher so the number. He oh, misunderstood he went, okay. when I said the higher number, so he all picked right. all the 16s, sure. all the 15s. Okay. And he went, took it very literally. Yeah, not, well, that's because okay. that's exactly that's what, what he does. Yes, that's yeah, that's yeah. what I told him, and he listens to me, oh, but it was funny. very, very funny. So, Michael, uh, we'll be off next week for spring break. Yes. Uh, but thank you, sir. Reavers, you're the best. Do us a favor, rate and review the show wherever you happen to be listening to the Weekly Scramble. We would appreciate it. His name is Mike Fratelloni with Fratelloni. Only's Hardware and Garden Stores. My name is Chris Reavers. Thank you so much for tuning in. We'll talk to you again in two weeks. Until then, cheers.